0: And welcome to the Collective Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology, and anything else that feels right. I'm Sasha Owusu, Account Director for the Ted Department at MediaCom.
1: Hi, hello everyone. I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation
0: Officer at MediaCom. And kicking off our first episode for 2022
2: is Josh Krzyzewski. How are you, Josh? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on the podcast again.
0: Absolute pleasure. Josh has been here over a decade now, previously taking the role of UK CEO. He is currently the global COO and the mayor CEO here at Medicom. I was told that you're not allowed to say Happy New Year past January the 7th. However, this is the first episode of 2022, and I've also been given permission to say anything I like. So, with that said, let's <laughs> 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 we'll say Happy New Year to boss, Sasha. Thank you, Sasha. Happy New Year to you, So, Throughout the whole of last year, we were asking everyone how they dealt with 2020, considering everything that's happened, not only from personal level but also within work. How would you sum up 2021 for yourself, and then for MediaCon?
2: Oh gosh, um, 2021. I mean, I'm pleased it's over. If I'm honest, uh, I have to say I definitely feel like. I mean, you know, it's, the new year started quite with a bang. Now it's very busy again, but I would say. I, I sense that there's a kind of freshness about people um that that we didn't have towards the end of last year. I think people it was exhausting, wasn't it? Twenty twenty one. I mean what what hasn't been said about twenty twenty one, I don't think I can I'm I'm be able to add that much to it. I think everyone thought twenty one was going to be better better than twenty and it was tougher for everybody. Um it was more exhausting. I'm not just talking about media commerce, I think just everyone in the world, honestly. I think um and um we definitely went into the Christmas or festive break at the end of last year, exhausted, knackered. Uh, and then I'm talking about MediCom now. I think, um, everyone was a, was just, you know, everyone worked so hard last mm-hmm. year, uh, under. Having
1: worked very hard the year before as well. Yeah, having worked that, very hard. But, yeah.
2: You know, and under conditions that, you know, uh, we've never had to deal with before. Um, and i think it's quite difficult to i I think it's always quite difficult to isolate the impact of hard work versus isolation versus you know loved ones getting ill around you and i think just the combination of you know uncertainty um relentlessness sometimes bad news i think all of those things just really impacted people actually and i think everyone went into the into the festive break really needing a a break and i I think that people have had a pretty good break whilst you know everyone's everyone's break was different and some people were ill some people didn't but i think all in all people stopped working and had a proper break and i I sense a kind of uh, a more positive fresh uh I don't know, response from people so far since I've been speaking to people in 2022. Um, In terms of Mediacom, I mean, it was even though all of that was it was tough. um, We had an unbelievable year. Um, We had a kind of record breaking year uh, globally. And as well as the new business wins that we've had, we've also renegotiated the majority of our, I would say, top five to ten global clients in the past 12 months you're pitching or not pitching the amount of work that's required but by so many people in our business to be able to achieve those things um, is just incredible frankly so i'm very very grateful to everybody for all of their hard work Um, our financial performance was fantastic last year our growth as a business top line and bottom line is as I said, record breaking, this means that we need to bring more people into the business because we're growing, which is a good problem to have better to be doing that than to be the opposite um, so I think everyone can be very proud of themselves for twenty twenty one I think we've put us in a really good position going into this year, and I think so, that so
1: so let me start let me start you on and say, what are your hopes for twenty twenty two
2: well, look. I think the I think being honest, you know, actually bedding in the new business that we won mm-hmm. last year is going to be very important for the first half of this year. Um, and I, sorry, I mean, I'm talking globally here. So, yeah. the Coca-Cola Company, for example, was already a client in the UK, but mm-hmm. wasn't in many other markets that we've won it. So, UK will be less of an issue, but elsewhere, there's a lot of it's a, They've completely the Coke have completely restructured their business from a marketing perspective, and we're helping them do that, and that's a big old job. Uh, Google, huge win. I mean, such a huge
1: win. <laughs> and this is the offline, isn't it, though? Yeah,
2: well, yeah but we, we, we are going to be working with Essence, forming mm. the Media Futures Group to do offline and online. The whole point is that it's about integration. You know, It's all mm. about integrated communications. That's what Google bought into and so it's not just, you know, MediCom offline essence online. We're bringing it all together and we're going to be work, working in a very integrated way. And it's hugely exciting. And mm-hmm. they're a seriously sophisticated marketer with massive plans. And, um, so that's very, very exciting, uh, when that does kick off. Um, and, um, sort of we're preparing ourselves for that. Uh, so there's a bit of bedding in to be done, I would say, um, And um, I think there is. um, I think, you know, there was a lot of when when I think about new business, we won a lot globally, less so locally, I'd say, last year. So next year needs to be more. I mean, this year needs to be more about I think we will grow from winning locally this year. And I think that needs to be the focus uh, all over the world, including the UK Um, and. We're going to be – there's some, there's various different things that we're kicking off this year um, around values that we'll talk about later this quarter um, in the agency globally, uh, which are really exciting. Um, but really, I think probably my most – the thing that I would – it's not going to surprise you when I say this, but I think the most important thing for me is our people. Um, I um, I really feel like we've just – we've all taken a bit of a hammering over the last two years. And I really want us to feel, you know, I want our people to be thriving at work. I want our people to have healthy mental health. Um, and I think that we have a responsibility as leadership to, to enable that as much as possible. So if I have a wish for this year, it's about kind of thinking about people first, better results. And what does that mean in 2022, bearing in mind we live in a hybrid world now, our clients live in a hybrid world. Um, nothing's like it was ever before. I think that we need as a, as a kind of a global execo, we need to think about that. And I think as local leaders, we need to think about that and work on that together about, you know, what what do we want to change about our business to make sure that we're delivering on that people first, better results kind of manifesto and culture that we've always believed so strongly in.
1: Because we we. We want everyone to feel supported, and of course that they belong, and maybe some of the exhaustion that you're talking about from last year meant that we we need to double down on that,
2: yeah, I think listen yeah I, definitely a hundred percent, and I think belongings a belonging's an important word because i you know I think in our heart i think in reality, a lot of people don't feel that they belong all of the time yeah, yeah. Uh, and i'm not sure that and when i talked earlier about how do you isolate between the covid effect versus you know inclusivity or how the business is doing it's quite difficult to do i mean I, you know I, I i'm a i'm the global coo of of the company and the emir ceo of the company so I, I you know i'm in a pretty senior role with um you know you, i should feel like i belong here but even that i have things where i don't necessarily feel like i belong yeah, <laughs> you know absolutely. and i think yeah. i think that's the, that's the reality so so if that, if i feel like that you know i think that, that and i you know I, I say that with a kind of you know you can take that with a pinch of salt but my point the point i'm trying to make is i think we really need to think about our people we really need to you know make sure we're, we're we're looking out for them caring for them and 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 helping them look out for each other and 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 i think that i know that you guys in, in the uk are doing are doing some work around that um this month um and i think that's right you know i think that that, that always has to be our focus as a business our, our biggest asset is our people and and we always need to be, be putting them first
0: agreed you kind of answered my question in the previous answer, uh, so i'm going to amend it a little bit What do you hope to achieve by the end of the year, but on a personal level? So your personal goals.
2: So my personal, I actually do have a personal goal uh, this year, which is um, so I've got a manifesto. and I'm sort of launching a campaign that I've been working on for the last 12 months um, around. I would like to I would like government to man, in the UK, I would like government to mandate uh, mental health reporting in companies over 500 people. And what I mean by that is I we do this at Mediacom, by the way. So uh, I, I want for companies to anonymously survey their people on their mental health and well-being and then f- and then play back to the people. What their learnings have been from those, those surveys and what they're going to do about that. Yeah. So I want that to be, I want that to happen in the broader business world across the UK. And so I've been working with all sorts of different mental health professionals, organizations, charities, um, professional bodies, uh, the world well-being movement on, um, what that needs to look like and getting the support from the right people i've spoken to clients about it i've spoken to media owners about it i've spoken to wpp about it Mm -hmm. and um i'm going to kick off a campaign early this year on um starting to lobby government to debate that in in parliament and now i want to be really clear what what this isn't about is about um publicizing results in the same way that gender pay gap is is, Mm -hmm. is reported that's not what this is about it's about Really just making sure that leadership in companies are accountable to their people and that they are uh, not publishing their their findings, but they are sharing their findings back with their people. And ultimately, I would like um, I mean, my target ideally would be for that to be in the in the in the public realm by the end of the year. Um, Ideally, I'd like it to be debated in Parliament by the end of the year. Whether I can get whether that happens in 22 or 23, we'll have to see. But that's kind of a personal objective of mine that I'm sort of doing as a side hustle uh, that I would really like to see. You know, from a media comp perspective, I talked a bit about the the, 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 the people side of things. You know, we, I think we're actually we, I think we're going to have another good year. I mean, last year was 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 it's, it's going to be difficult to kind of beat the sort of growth mm-hmm. percentage growth that we saw last year. Yeah. But I think that. We, we, you know, we, we have a great platform now to move on and we've got huge momentum as a business. Like it is quite crazy. I've never seen I've never felt this sort of momentum before in a business where we are firing on all cylinders. Every element of what we do is strong. You know, our core products are strong, but our creative systems are strong. Our SIU is strong. Our performance um, offering is getting stronger and stronger. Our client relationships are stronger. Um our media owner relationships are stronger. The innovation that we're that we're coming up with is fantastic. Our bigger picture vision has landed in a way that we've never really landed a vision before as a as a network, you know, globally. So, and I think that having that, I mean, you, I, I don't I, 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 you know, I, you tell me if I've got this right or wrong, but I feel like the momentum is palpable, honestly, and so I feel really bullish about this year. I feel like we we, we can go from strength to strength, and I, you know. I certainly want to be wouldn't want to be coming up against Mediacom right now. Very inspiring.
1: Um, have you got a promise for everyone that might be listening to this at Mediacom for
2: 2022? Well, I mean, I suppose I mean my promise is always the same. I mean, my promise is always that I will I will give my very best. You know, as while I'm in this company doing the job that I'm in, and I've always said this about every job that I'm in, honestly, you know, I will always give the best put forward the best Josh Wicheski I possibly can um, for, my, for my colleagues and peers. Um, I will always be 100% honest in everything that I do and say, um, you know, you will always get my full commitment.
1: And I, I know that to be true. That's
0: all we can ask yes. Um Moving on to our questions that we ask all of our guests now. Okay. <laughs> what is your single best skill?
1: So we're just asking, because we've asked some of the questions before, so you can go back to the previous Josh Krzyzewski podcast for um, regular questions. But we've got some new ones. Right, yeah. I I don't don't think
2: you've ever asked me this before. Um, I don't know, Sue, you tell me, what's my best skill?
1: Your single best skill? I think I've got one word, which is warmth.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: So I think... You've got a lot of, You're You're a good all rounder, Josh. You know, I say you you could do a little bit of strategy, a little bit of media. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> good on digital. Got lots of kind of all round skills. But I'd say that the thing for me that differentiates, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but there are lots of people who are great at what they do. If you don't have real, genuine, human warmth i think it's difficult to lead at the scale that you are now leading at and i think if i was to be recommending you and saying what is it that josh has that you know other people that might be good at this or good at that you know I, i i'd pick out your genuine human warmth
2: wow Thanks, Sue. That's very right. that's lovely to hear. That's lovely to hear. <laughs> well, I, might, I might just phone off everyone I know now and just say, tell me, what's my one yeah. <laughs> <Well, laughs> what really good skill?
1: What would you say?
2: What about myself? Yeah. Thank, by the way, thank you. I really, I really appreciate that. I, look, I, th- I think probably my, um, I would say probably my honesty. Like, I'd say, if you know, and I'm not so, rich, it's not skill <laughs> being honest, is it? But I think if you said to, you know i think people talk about their superpowers like what's my what's your superpower what's my superpower and i, I don't really think i have a, any particular superpowers other than my honesty like, like that's 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 the one thing i kind of always i've always had like I, and, and when i say honesty i, I i'm kind of there, there's a bit of i'm not scared to to ask questions that might make me look stupid I'm not, you know, I will always be honest about what I know and what I don't know. Um, I'll always be the first to admit when I've made a mistake. Um, I think it's, I, I'm staggered by how often I see leaders who don't say sorry or who don't say, oh, that was my mistake. Can I just say yeah. that was my mistake? You know, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing more easy than admitting a mistake, you know, and saying, you know, in fact, it, as soon as you do, it's a weight off your mind. So I, I think I've always I always try to, to take an honest approach to everything that I do. Um, and by the way, listen, sometimes I probably make mistakes doing that um, being too honest. But I think that is my thing. And that's the, that's the thing I will always be. And, um, you know, it hasn't done me any harm up until now. So um, I'll continue to do to do that.
1: What would you uh, practice more if you had the time and the space?
2: Well, I would love to do more yoga. Um,
1: you, you do, but, you do, you do kind of like advanced hot.
2: Well, this is the this hot, is
1: sweaty yoga, do not you? Funny <laughs> enough, I
2: did a hot hot yoga class this morning, and that's why probably why I'm giving you that answer. Mm-hmm. And it was so tough because the thing about the thing about yoga, yeah, so I'm probably going to be really boring now, but I'm going to tell you. you know, the thing about yoga is, if you get out of habit a habit of it, you go backwards quite quite quickly because yeah. you've got to yeah, be you, seriously. You, you, you strong don't keep the gains. Yeah, you don't. So, mm-hmm. so I'm way behind where I have been and, and uh, there's loads of stuff I just can't do, um, that I could do before. Really simple things, honestly. So, and I, and I, I, you know, that I get a genuine buzz out of doing mm-hmm. it. And I think it's really good for my mental health. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, 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 I can get into, I find that yoga is the, is probably the only thing that I can really get into a meditative state mm-hmm. in. So it's something that I would definitely love to do more of. I, if I have a regret, well, I have quite. I've got a few regrets from my childhood, but I think a couple of my regrets are. One was uh, that I didn't. That I gave up the piano. I wish I hadn't done that, um, and I think I probably should start trying to pick that up again. Um, I wouldn't mind learning. The other thing is, this isn't something I learned, But when I, I, I and then again, another fresh thing in my mind right now is that my son. The, the, um, at his school, they've got like school play coming yeah. up, and he's not—he hasn't put his name forward for the for the auditions. Yeah, and he's—he's yeah. he's a great little actor, oh, yeah. Leo, and he doesn't want to do it for. I, I think it's like fear of being, you know, bullied, or I don't know. There's reasons for why he's not what well, doesn't want to do it. But he doesn't want to put himself forward for it. And I tried to have a chat with him about it, yeah, on on the way to school the other day to say, look. I really regret not doing drama when I was at school. Mm. I really do. I've never had the opportunity to act Mm. and I wish that I'd tried. I I might have been absolutely terrible at it, but you never know until you try, do you? And I think that's a bit of a regret that I, you know, and that's not what the question you're asking me, honestly. No, but
1: but a bit of (laughs) amdram, maybe.
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's just something that I want my kids to yeah. Just try everything and give everything a go and throw themselves at everything. And, and you know, I try to do that as much as I can now, but um, I wish I'd done that a bit more when I was younger. And a musical instrument is definitely one that I feel is, I should, you know, I, I wish I had a musical instrument.
0: My dad bought me this large piano when I was like, 10 and it's just always stayed in my
2: house and i thought so to myself no matter what i want to come back to it and do it and i still haven't done it but you know my kids my kids my my daughter has basically taught herself chords from the internet and she can play anything mm-hmm. that so she'll just you'll go play this adele song and she'll just listen in her head and just she'll start playing the chords and then singing to it oh that's, and so, you know, you that's can a big learn- song, yeah. Well, you can, I think you learn, kids, with the internet now, you can learn things in a very different but, but, way. Sasha,
1: you're very musical though. But, uh, anyway, yes. not, maybe nobody uh, right. knows that. So, but Sasha is a, his, one of his side hustles is, is actually as a musician. So, um, mm. I have That's to just great. say for anybody out there, I gave up piano as well and I don't regret it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone out there is going, what, eh?
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, sorry. Bit of grass. Yeah.
0: Um, where in the world, real or fiction, would you like to live, and why? Um,
2: I mean, I I love I love London. Um, uh, I I would I I think I, I'm quite a city. I quite like living in the city, so I'd I'd always want London would all be my always be my home. I, I mean, I love South Africa. Um, I just think it's so beautiful. The people are so friendly. Um, so I'd love to have. You know, I'd love to be able to go have a house there that I could go and one day in life go and go and maybe when I retire, go and spend a few months in the, in the winter months. South Africa might be nice. Yeah, that would be my okay. answer.
1: And now the question that you cannot prepare for, because it's new every time and it's from the box of the School of Life. And I'm holding up three random cards, which I'm shuffling, and I'm going to say A, B or C. Pick one, please,
2: Josh. B. A little one.
1: Okay. And it says, Describe a memory of a taste or a smell and what it evokes for you.
2: (laughs) Okay. I mean, the the first thing that's come into my head is barbecue sausages. (laughs) Um, And um, it evokes a smell of camping. Um, And I love the feeling. and by the way, I'm not like a great outdoorsy type, but I really love I, I don't think there's anything more relaxing than, com- than camping in the countryside. Like whether you're camping at a festival or you're camping at a campsite, it's just, you know, you just zoom down straight into a kind of relaxed place very quickly um, because you're just there with wildlife. So, yeah, that, that would be my that would be my answer.
1: Very opposite, and I think as it's kind of lunchtime as well, it's very uh, inspirational. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, once again, thank you so
2: much for coming on the podcast. Uh, wish you all the best for the year, and let's do this again next year. My pleasure. It's lovely to lovely to see you both and to speak to you both, and let's let's have a great twenty two. And uh, I'm sure I'll be seeing you very soon.